Hello? Monty? Ernesto? You guys are there? Anyone home? Hello? Monty? Monty? Ernesto? You know, honey, if anything were ever to happen to me, I would want you to get remarried. Okay. Mm. I was a little fast. Oh, no, I, I just want to make you happy. Okay. Any idea of who you would Vicky marry? Vicki Conroy, probably. She works in my office. She's very organized. The kids love her. Are you guys talking about Vicky? Yeah. Mom, she's awesome. <laughs> just so you know, if something were to happen to me, I, I That's something's going to happen to you, all right. I'm not... Roxy, I just need my coffee. Hey, how are you feeling? I feel kind of depressed and fucking awful. Oh, yeah. Next time, say good and then shut the fuck up. Hey, what's your love language? My love language? Uh, words of affirmation with a little bit of physical touch, you know? <laughs> what about you? What's yours? Tacos. If, if you give me tacos, I'll marry you right now. What's up, my lovies, my darlings? Welcome back to another episode of a Hot Mess Podcast. So happy to be back. We love you guys so much. I am here with my co-host, Ernesto, a.k.a. Ernie. Hi, Ernesto. How are you, babe? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, 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 good. I'm feeling good. Um, I've had a really good week. How's everything been going with you? How's life? Life is doing life is as good as it's gonna get. No, it's it's good. It's good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Don't no, say it's, that. It's 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 good. It's excellent. My life is always good. I always find the brighter side of life. Ernesto's like it's life. <laughs> Ernesto's such a realist, and that's what I really really love. Me, I'm like, yeah, it was okay. Like, it's whatever. Ernesto's like, yeah, it, it was it was life. I love that. You're so yeah, funny. Somebody somebody asked me how's life. I'm like, what's that smell? No, I yeah. It's, <laughs> Oh my god well it's a monday welcome back to another episode i hope you guys are enjoying your monday so far i don't know if you're listening to us on your way to work or in the late afternoon or once you get off but we are so happy that you are here and listening and thank you guys for all the support but um i really want to get to like jump into the episode because you know we only have a limited time we have seen so much support through these voicemails and we're gonna start playing them because they're coming yeah. in this next one i'm actually really excited about because she is actually one of my friends and ernesto's friend yes, yes. so I, I met l through tiktok which i feel you guys hear me talk about that all the time obviously because that's where even this podcast really kind of started from because ernesto and i met through tiktok but l right. is amazing okay she is my spiritual soul sister i love her so much her tiktok is literally l bell and she's the cutest thing ever she's super spiritual she does tarot just like myself and we love her she's amazing ernesto and i have both met her as well yes. because we did our tiktok meetup that was so much fun too oh it was tons of fun yeah that was so much fun we had a blast, but let's get into her voicemail and then we'll kind of start the whole topic for the show. Hello, Monty and Ernie. This is Elle, a.k.a. Liz, a.k.a. literally Elle Bell. Greetings to you both. 
Um, I didn't want to do this, but I have to show my support. So I have a serious question. I want to know what the biggest loss and the biggest gain that you've had to experience during a spiritual awakening. Ernesto, I'm not sure if you have gone through a spiritual awakening. I feel like you have. I know Monty has gone through multiple ones, but what are the biggest losses and the biggest gains that you guys have helped to deal with? Because I'm currently going through both, and it's hard. It's really hard. Some days are great. Some days are bad. I just want some input from two amazing, gifted, and knowledgeable people. Thank you so much. I love you both. Have an amazing podcast, please. Wait. You said this earlier. She said, have an amazing podcast, please. She's so sweet. <laughs> like, <laughs> why is she so freaking sweet? She was like, have a good podcast, please. Like, I love her. First of all, she's a Virgo. You know, I'm always going to drop Zodiacs. She is a Virgo. And you guys know I have a really hard time with Virgo men. But Virgo women, I really love and I'm very attracted to in a sense of like friendship and love. Like, they're just amazing beings. They're so analytical, so intelligent, and I don't know. I just kind of like them. Have you ever been with a Virgo? I honestly, well, um, when is the Virgo? I mean, I don't know exactly as far as when the dates are for yeah so virgo is like end of august into september end of august into september yes yeah beginning of september yeah yes virgos virgos are great oh you have yeah okay what do you think your relationship was like dating a virgo um well she was I mean, she was great. I had a, a good relationship with her. The relationship pretty much just ended because she moved to go to school. She moved across the country. Okay. So, I mean, other than that, we had a pretty strong relationship. It's just that was that kind of distance at that time. I mean, this happened well over 20 years ago. Um, right. That kind of distance at that time was just not going to... Unfortunately, it was not as sustainable as it is now because one we couldn't communicate with each other as much as we could or as much as we yeah. wanted to because i mean nobody wanted to be paying long distance charges yeah do you remember no, that do you that. remember long distance oh, of course of calls? course jeez such a shit show but you know what the crazy thing is i actually feel like you would do really well with a virgo only because virgos are so analytical and you're so much of a realist i feel like you guys would actually really match but anyways, we don't have to talk about Zodiacs all day today. What I really want to get into is, you know, her question. So she was saying, like, what kind of losses and gains did we get when we went through a spiritual awakening? I've said this multiple times through TikTok Live or even a little bit on here. We talked about religion and spirituality before um, in a past episode. So I'm going to start with you, Ernesto, because you know I can talk for days about this kind of shit. So my question for you is, have you ever had a spiritual awakening? Well, let's clarify. Let's, I mean, just so we're on the same page and I, I know what I'm talking okay. about. What would you, what, what, what would qualify to you as a spiritual awakening? So a spiritual awakening is when something happens to you. And again, this is my own personal opinion, and I feel like it's different for everyone. Mm -hmm. But really seeing something that is so, seeing, experiencing, hearing, 
something that is so like mind altering to the point where you question every single thing that has ever happened in your life. Where you're like, it's a what the fuck moment where it's like, oh my God, my life is never going to be the same again. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. So if we're going to classify it in that way, then I definitely have a, um, I, I can exp I can explain to you why I am who I am today because of an event that kind of drew me in that direction that sent me in that direction, and it okay. was it happened to me when Let's I was hear it. nine. I think it was nineteen. I was, it was I was nineteen years old. I was working for the YMCA. Okay, and I, at this time I was you know my my mindset was I was still kind of salty over what happened to me in high school with my first love and um you know i was i, I was still a bit salty about that uh so i did okay. not would treat you, people would you best. say you were like would you say you were in a, like a dark place or just i wasn't in a dark place as far as you know i i wouldn't let the world affect me i just didn't care okay. much about the world i didn't okay. care much about the world so i um uh, it wasn't something that I, I was bothered about. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mind being a jerk. I didn't mind. Okay. I didn't. I didn't it, Fair it, enough. I, it, I didn't care about that. But what changed me, what really altered just how I am and who I am was a child. A young, okay. a young girl, 11 years old changed just the trajectory of how I was and who I was going to be moving forward. And she, her name is Rachel. And mm -hmm. I know her sister, her younger sister said that she listens to the podcast. So she may actually send this to Ew. Rachel uh, um, or let Rachel know. But her name is Rachel. And she was one of the most amazing human beings I had ever known. Mm -hmm. Just the okay. type of person that she was. There were kids, you know, even at that age, 11, 12, at, that, at the camps and all that stuff that had their cliques. That, you know, people just group off. They just separate into their groups depending on their likes, depending on what they enjoy doing. Just anything, you know, whatever right. it is, you just you pair off or you group off into your cliques. It Rachel did, Rachel didn't have a clique. Rachel got along with everyone. Rachel was a part of every group. Rachel was, I mean, she was, for all intents and purposes, everybody's friend. Mm -hmm. Everybody loved Rachel, and Rachel loved everybody. And this is not just, I'm not talking about kids her age. I'm talking about kids older than her, kids younger than every everybody it loved didn't, Rachel. It didn't matter to her. She was just a people person. It didn't matter to her, and it didn't matter to them. It didn't matter to them that she was younger. It didn't matter to them that she was older. She was just that person. And I had never known anybody like that. Um, even though I was kind of like that in high school where I didn't have, I didn't run in clicks as much, but I, I kind of knew everybody and I was friendly with everybody, but she was, you know, she took it to a level where it was like, she was, she, she was amazing. She was amazing to this day. I still, I, I don't refer to her as Rachel 
So I, it took me a minute just to remember her name because she is not Rachel to me. She's, I call her my inspiration. Oh, I love that. She has been my that. inspiration since she was 12 years old. That's what I cool. called her, my inspiration. And that's who she was. Yeah. So her, how she was, how she treated people and how they treated her really altered the whole trajectory of my life because I wanted to be like that. I, I, she inspired me to be who I am today. But how so? Like, what was it that really kind of like set her apart from anyone else? What was it that set her apart from anyone else? Just how yeah. she was with everyone. I mean, her Just being personality, kind and, her person, I mean, yeah. you know, her personality, the fact that she was, people were vying for her time. Like literally yeah. were vying to have an opportunity to hang out with her, to be around her, to be friends, you know, all that stuff. And it wasn't because she was quote unquote popular. It's just because that she just was loved. But also maybe she was above her years. You know, this goes back to what I talk about, like past lives, old souls. Like maybe she was someone like that. And I think that's why some people get drawn to certain people like that because they're knowledgeable, not in a, oh, I know all my times tables and geometry or whatever, but they have life experience that people can't even comprehend. Yeah. You know what I mean? She might be yeah. one of those people. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've known her. i known her since she was a kid. I've, she does not. Where is really she at now? So, she does not really do social media now. She's still in Southern California, but she doesn't do social media. Okay. So it's not like we keep in direct contact. Right. But I know she is out there. I run into her sister occasionally when, when I go to my favorite coffee shop. Yeah. And I just run into her there. And, and Shannon's great, too. I love her to death too. That the whole family is is wonderful. I know her parents, all of that, and but she was one that was really, really prevalent really, in your life. Oh, most definitely, she was definitely. Does she know that? Have you told oh, her that? Many times, she knows that. Oh, good. She good. knows that more than anybody else. I mean, uh, I I had no problem in expressing to her how much she meant to me. I love that. No, that's yeah. great. I mean, it's nice to have someone like that in your life. Most definitely. Like, even someone you look up to or someone you respect or someone that has this, like, one thing in your mind of, of a prevalent time. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Most I definitely. love that. Yeah. Mine, I mean, I've had a couple. I'm not going to, like, share all of them today because I could go on for days. Um, Mine really started back in July, which you guys know my birthday, well, maybe you guys don't know, my birthday is July 30th. I am a Leo. I definitely said I'm a Leo like probably a thousand times on this podcast. <laughs> I want you guys to know that I'm a Leo, okay? I am definitely a Leo. If you're listening to but... this uh, in July, <laughs> make sure to send her happy birthday wishes. And a birthday cake. Birthday cake is my favorite. But I ended up going last minute to Sedona, Arizona. And I don't know, and this was a couple years back. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Sedona, Arizona, but I knew nothing about it. I had a couple cousins that lived in like Phoenix, but I never really knew, knew or understand about or understood anything about Sedona. So I go last minute and I hear, I like do some research and I hear about the vortexes, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is a vortex? There's these crazy vortexes in Sedona. So anyways, day before my birthday, randomly, it's like, okay, we're going to Sedona. Okay, cool. So we go out 
and I have a whole entire day to myself. Okay. I know there's like crystal shops and all that kind of stuff, which obviously is right up my alley. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I woke up early morning. I went and grabbed a Starbucks and I was like, I'm going to go hit the town. I want to get some incense. I want to get some crystals. I want to buy some sage. Like I'm good and ready. So I head into town and I hit up all the shops. And again, it's just me. Normally I feel like I'm with other people Mm -hmm. anywhere that I go. But this was kind of liberating for me because I was doing everything by myself. So I'm, you know, getting all of my crystals, all of my sage. I'm talking to the locals, which is so much fun. And given, before I went, we'll rewind about nine months, I went to a psychic medium. Okay. And I do that kind of stuff all the time, right? So I went to this psychic medium. And she had told me, and she did not know my birthday given. She said, something is going to happen to you on July 30th that is going to change your world. I shit you not. Like, I can't even make this up, okay? And I was like, wait, that's my birthday. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm just going to have some fun. Like, it's going to be a good, fun day, whatever, yada, 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 okay? Never told her my birthday ever, even after she said that. So I forget about it, obviously, because it's like nine, ten months later. So going back, I go to lunch, go to this little Mexican spot, have some food, and I'm ready to kind of get back. But I was like, you know what? I had a margarita at lunch. I was like, I want to go for like one more drink. Like I want to get a beer somewhere, like somewhere cute. So I walk to this little bar that's like up the road. And I get a Corona with salt and lime. I remember exactly what drink I got. And Ubers and Lyfts are really, really hard to get out there. Okay. So I'm talking to the bartender. She's so sweet, so nice. And she was like, oh, you know, Ubers and Lyfts are super hard. Like, you you probably won't get one out here. She was like, but, she's like, but I know this guy. His name is Tom. We call him Sedona Tom. He'll come pick you up. And I was like, uh, okay. Like, that's not creepy. Right? I know. And my like radar went off. I'm like, this is scary. And normally I don't do that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not the type of person to just get in some random car or like whatever. I mean, I have done that in the past. Don't judge me. But, you know, I'm a mom now and I just don't really do that kind of shit. Yeah. So I was like, wait, well, who is this guy? Oh, he's a local. People love him. Like, he'll come pick you up. Here's his business card. I still have this business card to this day, right? So I call him. He answers right away. Wow. Hi, Tom. This is Monica. You know, I'm at so-and-so bar, whatever. Can you pick me up? Hello, Monica. Good to hear from you. I'll be there in 15 minutes. And I was like, okay, literally like it's one person. I was like, oh, he's not going to be available. He was like, I will be there in 15 minutes. So sure enough, 15 minutes go by and he shows up. He shows up in this creepy van. Like, I looked at that van and I was like, oh, my God, I might be murdered tonight. I fuck you not. Like, I legit thought I was going to be murdered. And 
There was something about his energy. He got out of the van. He walked up to the front and he opened my door. Okay. And he was like, hello, Monica. How are you? I'm so good. to. I'm so happy to see you. And I was like, okay. He was talking to me almost as if he knew me. Right. Okay. So I got into the, I get into the van. When I tell you his whole van is filled with carpet. It looked like a sex wagon. Like, oh my God. Like some pornos like were made in there. I don't know. He had all these dangly like crystals hanging off. He had crystals all in his dashboard. This van was amazing, but also very creepy at the same time. It was the Pornhub mystery machine. Exactly. Seriously, yes. He didn't ask me to get in the back. He asked me to sit in the passenger side, which I was like, thank above. Okay. So anyways, we start driving off. Okay. And he looks at me and he was like, Monica, it's so good to see you. And I was like, oh God, I'm going to get raped. I was so scared for my life. I'm not even kidding you. I was like, oh my God, something's going to happen. My fear for my life like came out full force. Right. And he was like, no. You were meant to get into my vehicle today. And I remember turning to the left, like looking at him, and I was like, oh shit, this is like the death of me. I'm like, I'm getting murdered today. Like, my family is gonna like look for my body. I was so scared in the beginning. And then something switched. He started telling me a little bit about his life. I won't get into that because that's his personal stuff. Yeah, yeah. And. He was like, you were meant to get into this vehicle today. He was like, I knew you were coming. I saw from a mile away, and I'm going to tell you why. And immediately, I got chills all over my body. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think about my psychic medium reading that I had until about midway through this conversation. Okay. So he starts telling me how he is a healer, a shaman, psychic medium whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And he starts telling me things about my childhood. Things that I've never told a single soul. Not my sister, not my mom, not my dad, not my partner, nobody. I immediately started crying. Wow. He said, Monty, listen, you are in my car for a reason. You have healing gifts. You are going to do so much with your life and you are going to help people. I, when I tell you I was ugly crying with this man who I had never met before, (laughs) he sat there and he held my hand. He said, it's okay. You're going through the emotions. You're going through the waves. It's okay. Yeah. But you were meant to be on this earth to heal people and to help people. So anyways. Long story short, we pull up to the hotel. Uh I'm bawling my eyes out. And I ask him, oh, you know, how do I pay you? Do you have Venmo or like Cash App? He was like, money. He was like, you don't owe me anything. He was like, I knew you were coming into my vehicle today. I'm not going to accept any payment from you. Wow. He said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go and I want you to meditate and I want you to write down everything that you're feeling right now. And after that, I want you to rip it up. And then you're going to go on tomorrow and you're going to wake up and you're going to feel like a whole brand new person. So I was like, okay, whatever. And 
again, I'm not even telling you guys all the details. Like, there are so yeah. many crazy details that, like, he spoke about my life that even to this day, I'm like, what the fuck? Right. But I get out of the car and he was like, oh, Monica, wait, I have something for you. And he gifts me this citrine, which you guys know to this day is my favorite crystal. Gifts me a citrine necklace, which I still have and I wear all the time. Yeah. And he was like, this is for you. This is for your transformational like journey. And I want you to have it. So he gives me that. I go about my way. I go up to my room. My eyes literally were the reddest I've ever seen them. I was crying. I was so emotional. My mind was literally fucked. Mm-hmm. Have you ever have had your mind fucked? My mind was fucked. Right. I got out of there feeling, Ernesto, I felt like I was a crazy person. <laughs> okay. I did. I was like, this shit is not real. I'm like, I'm in some different time zone or like era or whatever. Like, this shit is not real from what I just experienced. Yeah. I went up to my hotel room. The first person that I called was my sister. Oh, okay. And I know, I know Tess will be listening to this. And she will remember this. She will know the exact moment. I was in tears FaceTiming her telling her about every single thing that happened because I felt fucking nuts. Yeah. And she said, Monty, she was like, this was meant to happen. This is your spiritual awakening. Like, this is your aha moment. Ever since then, my life has not been the same. It's not been the same. Well, yeah. I mean, there, it's, it's just a moment like that. It's an interaction like that that will completely alter your, your whole being. Something like that. How could it not? After experiencing that, how could you not just shift what's going on in your world? Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me was like when he told me things, he told me stories and little things from my childhood that I wanted to forget. I was like, I put this shit in the back of my mind. Like, Buried it under dirt. Like, I didn't want to talk about it anymore. You tried to lock it away. Yeah. And he brought that shit up. So this is where, when it comes to spirituality and the things that I believe in, I have have fucking facts. Uh I have seen it. Like, I believe now. So... I don't let's, know. Let's let's so, call him up right now. No. <laughs> oh my God. We're, Sedona Tom, if you're out there, I love you. No, right. I actually plan on going back to Sedona and I want to see him and I want to talk to him again because right. he changed my whole fucking life. My whole life. But coming back to Elle's question about spirituality and about what I have lost and what I have gained, I would say after this prevalent moment in my life of that awakening, I have lost a lot of friends. Same thing with or quote, mine. quote unquote friends. Well, the the thing is that it's not. It wasn't quote unquote friends for me. It was actually friends. But the friends that I lost were the ones that refused to grow up. The thing is right. that the ones that I lost were the ones that still wanted to do the same things we were doing six years ago, five years ago, four years ago, three years ago. Right. When we were just acting up, acting like clowns. And that's not what I wanted to do anymore. 
that is not who I want it to be. So that's what I lost. I lost that. I see, and I think I don't want to say that these people were were holding me down or holding me back because they weren't. I was holding myself back. They were just doing them, and I was just a part of that. And I didn't want to be a part of that anymore. So I wasn't. After me realizing who I wanted to be and how I wanted to be, those things that were entertaining to me before were no longer entertaining. They were just not right. entertaining, so I didn't entertain them anymore. I didn't do the things that I was doing before. I didn't go over to their house and just sit in their basement playing a video game or, or whatever we were doing that just wasn't my thing anymore. So, yeah, I did. I lost a lot of friends that weren't quote-unquote friends. They were actual friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it comes down to, like, your personality as well and, like, the things that you're into. Obviously, you know, they say we change every five years. Obviously. Obviously, honey, we have to find people that match our energy. And I think this is why people, you know, separate. They break up. They lose friendships because they're not on the same wavelength as you are. And I think with me at this point in my life, I'm changing fucking weekly. I am so happy to say that I am changing weekly. My everything, like, even since 2020, if you look at a selfie from me from right before 2020, after the pandemic, I look like a whole fucking different person. Right. I am constantly growing, evolving, changing. It's one of my favorite things to say, but we all are. And if you can't find friends or family or people around you that want to keep up on your level... There's no point in wasting that energy and that time on people who can't. Right. And that's okay. Yeah, there are people out there from two years ago that I would I would talk to often. I would want to interact with them before the pandemic. I would want to interact with them. And our everything changed with the pandemic. Just our views on the world and life did change. And politics. Politics was politics another one. Politics has been a... A, a big thing too yeah yeah politics healthcare all of those things they definitely uh revealed who you wanted to be around now i don't want to say these people yeah. are bad people i don't want to say i'm no i'm better than them in any way shape or form no. it's just our views are not the yeah. same they do not they do not intersect those those yeah we're we forked off to a completely different set of ideals and absolutely that's okay that's okay for me I, I get that. I'm okay with us not being who we were, the kind of friends that we were prior to this, because we don't share the same ideals. And that's that's just how it is. Yeah, you have to find people that, what's that saying? Like, you are who you hang out with, right? Or you are the top five people that you hang out with. Yeah. And I agree with that. Because if you're hanging out with people who, like, want to go to clubs every weekend no offense to going to clubs like i love clubs group going to clubs whatever but like on the weekends every single weekend like if they're going to the clubs they're drinking they're doing coke they're like doing molly and whatever and like not doing anything with their life you're gonna end up just like them because yeah. you are who you associate yourself with right so for me when it comes to my circle which is actually very small right now I want them to be people that are trying to make something of themselves right. because that's me. 
Yes, I love to drink and I love to go out and whatever. Fine. But when it comes to the business aspect and being responsible, whether it's being a responsible parent, a friend, or a business person, like, that's me. Yeah. I handle my shit. I handle my responsibilities. And I like like-minded people around me to fill that. Right. If you can't, I'm not interested. Because if they're not going to be contributing to your life in one shape, in, in, in some way, shape, or form, it doesn't have to be that they contribute to your life monetarily. I mean, it could just be, yeah. it could be that spiritual feeling that they contribute to your life. It could be that motivation that will be filling, that, yes. that can be filling to your life. It does not necessarily mean that these people have to provide you with something tangible. It can be the intangible yeah. of, yes, do it. You're yes, you're on the right track. That's an amazing idea. That's honest. You should definitely try that. Whatever the case is, if that's something that you want in your life, find people that are going to be like that, that are going to be your cheerleaders as well, that are going to be those people that help you move in the direction that you want to go. You know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny because I had a girlfriend who I thought was one of my really, really good friends. One of my best friends, actually. And we'll call her Ashley, okay? And she was one of the first girls that I met when I moved to LA. Loved her. We had this instant connection. Loved her energy. She was so much fun. And we would always go out. We would do fun stuff. We'd go, like, hiking. We'd go to restaurants. We'd go to bars. We'd go to parties. We'd go to each other's houses. Like, we were doing stuff all the time. Yeah. And then... We, I'm not going to go into like the full story, but we went to San Francisco for her birthday. It was something she wanted to do and I was super excited about it. And we go with one of my other girlfriends. Okay. And Ashley was so excited. She was like, yeah, we're going to go to, I want to go to a nightclub. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, let me set it up. So we go out that night and the first night and we met this club promoter it was very sweet so nice he was this like younger asian guy super cute just a really sweet guy was buying us drinks was like taking care of us and i was like oh you know what like ashley really wants to go to a nightclub tomorrow night do you have any hookups and he was like oh absolutely like i can get you guys anywhere you want to go and i was like oh well i don't really know the nightclub scene out here like yeah. you pick we'll do it right so we decide to go to this one that he said and he was like meet me there at 11 o'clock perfect we show up a little earlier because we went to dinner we were already drinking and i was like let's fucking go like i'm ready so we show up at like 10 30. He's not there. Okay. So I tell Ashley and my other girlfriend, I was like, don't worry. Like, I'm going to get us in. And I'm notorious for this, okay? I am the fucking bomb at getting us into any nightclub, okay? I will walk right up to the front of the line and be like, hey, I'm on the list, yada, 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 whatever. No <laughs> <Okay>. problem. <laughs> Seriously, it's kind of my thing. So I go to the front of the line which the line is fucking out the door and around the corner so i go to this vip line and i go up to the guy and i'm like hey you know my name's monica like i'm on the list yada 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 and he was like oh who is your promoter and i was like johnny 
I don't know, fucking Johnny. I was like, right. just Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> so he like looks at me, whatever. I'm dressed like fucking bomb, right? I'm wearing this sexy ass dress. And he like looks at it. Obviously, he doesn't see a promoter, Johnny, or a Monica on the list. And he was like, okay. It gives me and all of my girlfriends fucking gold wristbands to get inside before the club is even yeah. open. Okay. So we walk inside. He brings us up the stairs to this VIP room. We have bottle service. Like, everything is amazing. Okay? We're taking shots. We're having the time of our life. Like, I'm so excited to treat, like, one of my, what I thought was my best friend for her birthday. Right. So she gets a little drunk. And she kind of, like, is laying on the couch. And her coochie is showing so i like grab my jacket i put it over her she kind of passes out me and my other girlfriend were still dancing fine so this club promoter who initially wanted to get us into the club right finally shows up and i was like i don't need you anymore like <laughs> thank no no seriously like thanks but no you know but i'm still a nice person and he gets in and i was like oh we're in the vip lounge and he was like what the fuck? He was like, how did you get up there? And I was like, we just did, you know, like it is what it is. But the night before he was buying all of us shots and taking care of us. And he was going to get us into the nightclub. So I wanted to be nice and respectful. And I wanted to buy him a shot to say thanks because he did so much for us the night before. Right. So I said to my girlfriend, I said, are you okay taking care of Ashley while I go downstairs and buy so-and-so a shot just to say thanks? She was like, of course, no problem. Like, I got her. So I go downstairs. I talk to homeboy, buy him a shot. He's with a couple other friends. And I was like, thanks again. Like, I know you didn't get a same, but like, thank you for last night. Like, we appreciate you. Hope you have fun. Cheers. We take a shot. I'm downstairs for maybe like 15 minutes, tops. Come back upstairs. All of a sudden, Ashley is awake. She's fucking awake and she's mad. She is so fucking mad that I left her, quote unquote, left her to go downstairs. She was like, Monica, you left me for a man. And I was like, first of all, no shade to this guy because he was really nice (laughs) but he was like a five foot three man like i'm five foot three i'm not into this man like no offense she lost her shit she could not handle the fact that i left her for a man okay okay yeah so i tell her i'm like listen you're drunk I went down there to say thanks because he bought you those like six tequila shots last night. Right. And I was just being nice. She lost her shit. She couldn't handle it. We end up going back to the hotel. She's screaming in my face, calling me a horrible person, a horrible friend. I was like, you know what? You're drunk. I'm going to bed. We go to sleep. Right. The next morning, we kind of wake up and, you know, we kind of work things out. But I'm feeling salty at this point because I'm like, you treated me like fucking garbage last night for absolutely nothing yeah for no reason absolutely nothing yes so time goes by we see each other a couple more times little by little the last interaction that i had with her was totally fine which i thought i wake up two weeks later to this long ass fucking text message Mm -hmm. hey 
I just don't think I can be your friend anymore because of San Francisco. You left me for a guy. And again, you guys. I'm not trying to be rude. By any means, this guy was not my type yeah. at all. And, you know, I was in a relationship. I was not interested by any means. Even if I was single, I was not interested. Yeah. Okay. And the way she really didn't listen to, like, my side, she was just so stuck in her own ways. She was a Taurus. But really kind of offended me. And she mm -hmm. was like, I just don't think we can be friends anymore. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, you obviously know how what you think of me, and I'm done. Like, cool. So I block her on everything. We're done. You guys, she just messaged me about two months ago and really? was like hey hey monica just wanted to reach out and know and let you know that i'm praying for you and your family maybe we can reconnect and go to lunch bitch if i was literally that bad of a friend to you no seriously ernesto i know you're gonna agree with this if i was such a bad friend to you you would never want to reach out to me ever no, again. Ever. Am I right? No. Ever. No, it's just you would it's not something that you would do. If you were if if somebody felt like you were a bad friend, there would be absolutely no reason why you would even think to reconnect with them to, or to contact them just to see how they're doing. To want to reconnect with them. Amen. Yeah. That is not a thing. She was like, I would love to like get together and like you know, reach out to you and this is not. Bitch, absolutely the fuck not. I was like, block. No. What she was doing no. was she was trying to atone for what she did. She realized at some point that she was the one that was in the wrong. She fucked up. Yeah. She was the one in the wrong. Because honestly, if if it was me, like say it was opposite, right? I wouldn't want to talk to her ever again. I'd be like, I'm done. The fact that she wanted to still go to coffee with me or get a drink with me yeah. shows that I did nothing wrong. Right. And she knows that. She knows that. Yeah, I think a lot of times people take advantage of you. If they don't take advantage of you financially, they take advantage of your character. And I think a lot of people in my life, and maybe you too, I don't know if you can relate, have taken advantage of my character. Of who I am, of what I bring to the table, because I am so nice. I'm very genuine, and I'm also very giving with my friends. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm also like kind of a boss ass bitch. Like I handle shit. Like if I need to get shit done, if I need to like step up to the front of a club and get us in, I'm gonna fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just me. You know what I mean? So people take advantage of of other people. When they think that they can gain something from them. Right. Ernesto, thank you for sharing everything with us tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I had fun. I honestly, like, love this podcast so much because I talk about literally fucking everything. Right. And, Ernesto, you're just the angel of this whole entire <laughs> podcast. Yeah. You're so sweet. I fucking love you. Well, you I'm bring sorry. such amazing dynamic to this and i love it i love it yeah now here's the thing just like with this with this voicemail that we got from l please guys if you do want to get a hold of us 
please give us a call. You can reach us on our Instagram, which is a hot mess podcast underscore. That's a hot mess podcast underscore all one word. Or you can call us and you can leave us a message on our hotline. That number is 310-494-6811. 310-494-6811. Yeah, so just give us a call. Let us know. Ask us a question, whatever the case is. Leave us a message. Yeah, I think this is the longest podcast we've done yet, right? I think so. This is probably going to be the longest. And I actually have heard from people saying that they would like it a little bit longer because they listen to it while they're working out. They listen to it when they're working out and they just, you know, so they, <laughs> they like to, they you want guys, us to, to, yeah, to keep them on that workout. Occupied. You guys get to listen to my annoying ass voice for almost 60 minutes. You're welcome. You're welcome. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, thank you guys for everything. You guys know we love you. I'm going to say this every single fucking podcast. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. I know Ernesto feels the same way. Yes. But I always want to show my gratitude because honestly, like I said in previous episodes, like you guys give me life. Like I feel so alive when I record this podcast. It gives me purpose and I'm so grateful for you guys. So thank you guys so much for everything. Ernesto, I love you. Love you too. We will see you guys next fucking Monday. Boy. Bye. Just a gentle reminder, if you're not nice to your girlfriend, I'll be nice to her. I'll be so nice to you. You won't even remember him. She won't even remember you. If you and Steven had babies, they'd be so good looking. (laughs) (laughs) They would. Because Steven's all tan. I don't know who needs to hear this, but uh, you don't need anything from Amazon today. I just found out that I guess I'm the only person who can prevent forest fires. And I literally haven't done shit. Just a little reminder that it doesn't matter how many plants you buy, you're still a little piece of shit. <laughs> they are beautiful, don't get me wrong, but they don't cover up the evil within, right? It's good to good to remember. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Boom, we can't get fooled again.